We play that, you know it's Friday, and you know we're talking to Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun, who increasingly, I guess, finds it difficult to call himself a pandemic pessimist, right, Vaughn? Well, it's a bit of a struggle, Simi. I, I, you know, uh, a lot of the numbers are headed in the right direction, although, you know, there remain challenges. And, and I have a question for you today. All right. Don't you just hate it when the doctor gives you a choice? <laughs> Too many choices? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm looking at this decision that I know you face with, this, with AstraZeneca. Right? And so, so we get Dr. Henry yesterday, and, you know, people need second doses. And as I said, you know, my doctor says I'm a great patient, Simi, because he just tells me what to do and I do it, right? Whatever it is, stand on your head. Yep, okay, I'm there. But Dr. Henry yesterday said, well, you're going to face a choice if you're on AstraZeneca and you're looking for your second dose, so you can choose to go through the pharmacies and get a second dose of AstraZeneca, or you can go through the clinics and get Pfizer or Moderna. And as an interesting press conference, as you know, because finally somebody said to her, oh, what would you recommend? Yeah, exactly. And so she finally says, well, you know, I guess I'd be more comfortable with getting my second dose of the same thing that I got with my first dose. So thank you very much. That's the answer. And, you know, if I were facing the decision, that's where I would go. But I, I think the other message, as you know, from our, from our public health officials is take the vaccine you're given. They're all safe. So Exactly. Right. And yeah. so that my feeling has always been first thing that's offered to me, I'm going to take it. Yeah. And that's how I ended up with AstraZeneca to begin with, because it was the first thing that was offered to me. So I took it. Yeah. You know, and I thought it was really interesting yesterday because I know, you know, we have colleagues that, that made the same decision. I know people who made the same decision. <laughs> Dr. Henry said members of her own family made that decision and they're now asking her, like, what happened here? And and she thanked the people who did that. She said it was critically important at a time when we were short of vaccines that we make good use of the AstraZeneca. Nearly right. 300,000 people, she said. It made the community safer, and you made the right decision. It's safe. It was a good move. These are important vaccines, and so thank you for doing it. So on behalf of all British Columbians, thank you, <laughs> well, my, my Well, you're welcome. But my feeling was that it would free up right? Other space for people to come in because it was voluntary. I thought, well, this is great. That means that there'll be more of the other vaccines for everybody else. And it sounds like it did work out that way. Yeah, it did. And, uh, you know, I'm working from home. I don't have to go out. I don't go out. But I know people that do have to go out every day and do have to go out and work made the decision as well because, uh, you know, if they were not an ancient person like me, they were going to have to wait for Pfizer. So they were able to protect themselves sooner. So, you know, it it is a good decision. I do think that I did get some notes from people who said they found the presentation a little confusing yesterday. I think more fair to say it's complicated uh, because they're using pharmacies, were originally using pharmacies for AstraZeneca, you're going to be notified by the pharmacy if you're going to get your second dose, if it's available through the pharmacy. But you can be registered. You can choose to switch to the other vaccines for whatever reason, whatever concerns you have. It's a safe move to make. Some cases it might be a little less risky. And 
those for those you go through the clinic. So yeah, I mean, this has been a complicated rollout. It's a complicated situation. And she did say the other thing I thought was interesting. She said yesterday she was asked about this continuing problem of vaccine hesitancy. Yes, I was going to ask about that. Yeah, it's really interesting. She said, you know, there's really three things at play here. I mean, first of all, there's kind of a complacency. Hey, I'm vaccinated. I don't need to worry about the second shot. She said, yes, you do. The second is confidence, right? There's there's doubts out there. And she said, we're really staffing up on that. There are doctors at the clinics. There are people you can call. We're working very, very hard. And the third thing is convenience. People are busy. They've got lives. They're working. And she said they're working on that, too. We're getting, again, they're showing up at places with um, essentially a, a mobile clinic that is available. Come and get yourself vaccinated. So it's, there's still a lot of work to be done on this. And I guess that's where, as a pessimist, I go, let's wait and see how the rollout continues. There are still some hurdles to be cleared. Right. Okay. So th- that's the thing. They're getting into those neighborhoods too, right? Like they can identify yeah. the areas where they see some hesitancy. Yeah. You know, Surrey got really beaten up, right? As you know, for a while in the spring, yeah. and I was in emails, what's wrong with people? And say, well, Surrey's now ahead, right? Surrey is now ahead of the curve. Uh, exposures at the schools are down. The community has really rallied out there. Adrian Dix uh, thanked Surrey. But, you know, I think, again, that's vindication of the approach they've taken here in British Columbia, which is we're not going to shame and blame. We're going to work hard. If if a community's lagging, we're going to go at why it's lagging, and we're going to get community leaders involved, and we are going to push ahead. And again, Surrey, I think, is evidence that they have made considerable progress on that front. It certainly is. Okay, we've got other stuff to talk about here, too. I know that the goal for BC is, what, two doses at the end of summer? Yes, uh, she says uh, by the end of summer, and, uh, you know, let's remember the summer doesn't actually end until the middle of September, so we've got some time. She thinks we'll be ahead of that. Uh, Asked, uh, I think the one area of doubt that uh, I heard from Dr. Henry was when she was asked, hey, can we can we move ahead on these deadlines, you know, the ones in the restart program? <laughs> Adrian Dix is chuckling, and she says, yeah, the minister's laughing, because I'm here to remind you that, it, that it's not date, it's not driven by That's date. That's right. And those are minimum cases. It's not just immunization. They're still monitoring transmission rates. There are places and where transmission is an issue, We've been lucky so far on the Delta variant of concern. That's the one that was first identified in India, and it has a string of numbers behind it, but we can just call it Delta now. Uh, We don't have very many cases of that here, but it's a big problem in some other places, including Ontario, including in the UK. We're monitoring it carefully, and we're also on the alert here, as they are right around the world, for the emergence of any variant that resists vaccines. So far, we haven't found one, but that could happen. Good, though. Let's keep it that way. Vaughn, thank you. Have a great weekend. Thanks, thanks, Amy. Bye-bye. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun there. Yes, there'll be, of course, another update coming up. But they set a record yesterday with the number of second doses that they are giving out. We are moving along. Keep an eye out for that email so that you can go and get your second dose, too.